0: Hello, and welcome to The Delicious Truth with Gloria Cotton. I'm Gloria. During this podcast, we're going to cover a variety of topics that are impacting our everyday lives. We'll look at four things for each topic. One, the absolute empirical truth. That's all about the facts and data. Then we'll look at the personal experiential truth. And that's about how those facts and others do and don't show up in people's lives and their experience of them. Next, the consequential, impactful truth, the difference this makes in people's lives. And finally, you'll hear about resources and solutions you can use to empower yourself and others. Welcome back to the Delicious Truth Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking with two guests, Lauren Cotton, straight black female, originally from Chicago, living currently in Los Angeles. She's an actor and an artist. Lauren says she's single and ready to mingle. And by the way, Lauren is my daughter, okay? Our second guest is Marco Best. Marco is a gay black man, originally from DC. He's living in Los Angeles, and there he is a successful PR professional. Let's jump right in. So our topic today is dating in 2020. Is it working or is it not working and for whom? Okay. (laughs) Uh, So here's my question to begin. Are both of y'all really interested in dating seriously? I am. (laughs) I'm not. Okay. That's interesting. So Lauren, Lauren, let me mm-hmm. direct this first question to you then. You are interested in dating. And for both of you, I know you. I know you're intelligent. I know you're engaging, independent, beautiful. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> what's up with that, Lauren? What's the problem?
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not what's the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Um, that is such a loaded question. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. There's no problem mm-hmm. with me, mm-hmm. of course not. That. Of course um, not. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if it has to do with a ple- I, well, it does have to do with a plethora of things. <laughs> One could be geography, being in Los Angeles. Um, another could be the age um, that you are. The pool is so much smaller because so many men are now taken. Um, Part of it could also be because I'm black, honestly. Um, and part of it could be because I'm not a size zero. So,
0: Okay, sizeism. Well, that's another whole podcast right there, isn't it? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just saying all of this beauty right here. What is, uh, hmm. I
1: hear you. Yeah. Come on now. Okay, so
0: I, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Let me jump over here to Marco. Marco, you say you are not interested in seriously dating. What's up with that?
1: I I think I'm at a point where I'm still um, focused on my career. Um, I'm not looking for anything serious. I am dating, but I'm not looking for a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just having fun.
0: So you're dating. Are you having any challenges in the dating pool in finding and hooking up with
1: people to date? Yes and no. I would say no. Um, I've been fortunate to have a number of dates, but as far as quality, Uh I would say that's where I kind of run into a lot of issues because I meet a lot of people who might physically be what I'm looking for, but not mentally stimulating me.
0: Can we talk about that? Can we talk about that? There's a now, Listen, let's talk generational because I know y'all are, you know, you're a little bit younger than me. Lauren is, for y'all who don't know, Lauren is my daughter. So there you go. Uh, but So we're talking generationally. For people who are baby boomers who are looking to date, it's challenging for us. So I don't particularly want to get married. So I'm like you, Marco, in that. And I would like to do some serious dating. And like you said, Lauren, the pool of people who I would be a deem acceptable because one, their mind is engaging Marco. Hello. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all the other categories, like you got to be 50 miles close to me and all this other kind of stuff. Those things, what is wrong with the men of America? I don't even understand. You know, it's hard to talk and um, not drool sometimes.
2: And sometimes this is what they do.
0: (laughs) Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Of course you're right. Well, maybe I need to bring a drool cup or something. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Because I understand the drooliciousness of it. I do. But you know what, brother? Come up out of that. Look, here's, I want to go over some statistics. Now tell me what your reaction is to this. And then I'm going to jump to, Where do you meet people that are quality, that are worthy? Where do you meet them and how do you meet them? Okay, One of the things is online and I want to know your experiences in that. But how about this for a statistic? In 2017, black women were the least likely to marry outside of our race. And of the ones that did, 7% married men other than black. And of that 7%, 4% of them were white. What does that say? Do we need to open our arbiter? Do we need to open our mind, our willingness to be adventurous? Outside of our race? Is that some of the reason we can't find people to never mind, Mary? You gotta date first out in America at least. <laughs> do you do you do you do you need to open your mind about what's acceptable? What do you think about that?
2: Um in my experience, not me personally, because I will date you if you're purple. But and even that being said, I've only dated outside of my race once.
0: Wait a minute, let me just say this the purple thing. Proof that this is my child. All right. Go ahead, Lauren. Go ahead. ahead.
2: (laughs) Um, But I do know that there is an uncanny loyalty and allegiance that Black women have to wanting to be with Black men in particular. More so by far than Black men. And that's true. And so and a lot of women, I hear them saying. You know what, I'm just gonna open myself up. I've been told and asked, like, are you willing to 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 diversify your your romantic portfolio? And it's like, why are you assuming that I'm not, sir, or ma'am, whomever? Um, but I have heard when some women do say I'm gonna start dating outside of my race, other people like it having an adverse reaction from getting an adverse response from other people.
0: All right. I'm not even gonna say how I would respond to that, but more. <laughs> I mean, like if I'm not dating you or somebody you dating, what's it to you? I mean, and so this this goes begs into the question of how much influence does our culture have? I'm talking about in the black community and generational things. How much Mm -hmm. influence does that have on who we see as somebody who can be appropriate? See, I, I, I think worthy is the word I use, but appropriate. For us to even consider being in the pool of people. So I'm invisible. These other people are invisible to me. I don't even know they're there. And when I ask that question, I wonder if it's the same for Black men that Black women are invisible to them. So if Black women are saying only Black men are available or visible to us and we don't even see other men, what is wrong with your ass? But if that is what is going on. Is it the same, but in reverse? Have you had this experience, Lauren, that black men, they don't even see you?
2: (laughs) I literally had a black guy. We were at a social gathering. I was telling some friends about this and a friend of mine, female is Mexican. She was sitting on one side. I was sitting in the middle. He was sitting on the other side. He tapped me and said, can you switch places with me so I can talk to her? So it, it was very much invisible <laughs> in that regard. I was um, literally a threshold to get him to the promised land.
1: Lord have mercy. Ooh,
2: It could have been a. Cause he could have saw life. you, yeah. but
1: you weren't his type and it wasn't about race. It was just like, he liked her for whatever reason. You see what I'm saying?
2: Fair question. I don't know.
1: Mm, okay. Yes. But statistics don't all males uh, or all black males. Right with that, that statement or the question.
0: But statistics say that Lauren is not going to be his type more often than she is going to be his type. And that's why she's invisible. So that's what stats say. Remember what I'm saying? Uh, The percentages of the time that black men see black women is less than the times that we're invisible to them. And so you know that goes back. Y'all listen to the podcasts on post traumatic slavery disorder, because all of that is related. You know, it's about so much stuff about survival of the species, and yeah. So let me do intermarriage, which I have no problem with, but I it, there is a problem if you are blind to some people because of their race. That that's an, that's I don't I don't I don't know. There's a problem, but it's it's interesting. I'll say that
2: (laughs) there are um, some cases where um, I know. But I do know a woman in particular that refuses to date black men. I know um, some men that do not want to date black women, Um, some black men that don't want to date black women. But I also know actually the same Mexican friend does not want to date a Mexican uh, person. Either. I will
0: again. That's interesting. That's mm-hmm. interesting.
2: Her, so, I, her, so my,
0: go ahead. Sorry, no, no. Her what?
2: Her her rationale is because of her. She had a painful experience, and for whatever reason, is generalizing or has somehow been traumatized mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to just not want to mm-hmm. repeat that experience again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so and she so she thinks
0: towards So she thinks by eliminating uh, her her partner that she had that experience with was Mexican. And so now I'm just not, I'm turned off to Mexican men.
2: Right. Is that it?
0: Yeah. Okay. See, that's, that's, that's interesting too, but you know, I'm not even going to comment on that. That's her experience. She's valid and just in having that bless her heart. I hope she gets some help. Okay. Married, so she's, fine. she's happily married. We don't care. She, she doesn't either say, okay, bless her heart. Keep it moving. Yes. Absolutely. Marco, Marco, you're happily dating that's. that's
1: <laughs> yes, I am. Are
0: you, are you noting, noticing any impact of age or race on the people who see you?
1: Not the people you see, <laughs> but the people who see you. No. And that, that's a great question. Cause it's funny because now that I'm a man of a certain age, um, mm-hmm. I do get, I would say younger men approaching me and, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's because I carry myself in a certain way, um, but I would just think I'm just a, I am just have a great personality and just people are drawn to me, regardless of what the age is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, as far as outside of my race, I've noticed, I would say within the last three years, that um, I get hit on by everyone, blacks, whites, Hispanics, which is good. And I'm open to it, but I will say um, my first preference would be an African-American man.
0: And why is that?
1: Because that's what I'm looking for. And I'm not going to be apologetic for what I'm looking for. Not to say I can't find someone who's Hispanic or Caucasian that has all the qualities I'm looking for, but as far as connection and culturally being able to talk about different situations and things and news, I think for me, I'm at a comfort level where I want someone who is Black. the Black, Black, Black. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing against anybody who is open to interrelational relationships because I'm open to dating and having fun with people outside of my race. But as far as if I was to do something on a serious note, that person most likely will be Black.
0: And what's that comfort you said comfortable? What's that comfort? What's one of the most important things to you that will help you be comfortable?
1: Just just seeing me. And a lot of times, uh, people who are of the same race can see you, regardless if you say anything, they see you. yeah, and so I noticed that a lot of people outside of my race, they might have great qualities, but they don't see me.
0: So let me just say outside of this whole dating thing, one of my business partners. Is uh, white, and uh, years ago we were working, and we were working at this, <laughs> at this company. And as we walked down the hallway, when we passed black people, uh, some of y'all may not know that black people just give a silent nod to each other. It is it's everywhere I've been in the United States. Sometimes outside the United States, but definitely inside the United States. And so he said to me, "What's that about?" I said, what? He said, why are they nodding to you? They didn't say anything to you and they didn't even nod at me. What is I said, it's acknowledgement. I mm-hmm. said, so what you have to understand is black people have been so invisible to white people for such a long time that the only way we were acknowledged as human beings were if we acknowledged each other. So that is one of the unspoken rules. That's one of the threads that's in our culture. That you are not invisible. You are seen. You are worthy. And so that's what it's about. So there are I I understand when people want to be in relationships with people that are in their race, because many times there is a hidden code or a language that those people speak that other people have no no idea about and just week before last i was in an elevator with him with a uh, going working with another client and the same thing happened somebody got off the elevator who was black and he nodded to me and i nodded to him so when we got on the elevator i said did you see that to him he said yep <laughs> <laughs> and another colleague was with us she said what And so we looked at one another and he looked at her and he said, black people. And that was it. That was the entire conversation. (laughs) But I understand what you're saying about being seen. That's important. Definitely. So let's look at some of the places that you can be seen or where you can get a hookup. And so let's go to online dating. Have y'all done it?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Both okay, all three of us. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How is it working for you? No. <laughs> Marco. You want me to be real? Yeah, yes, honey. Look, can we talk?
1: Okay. Well, um the majority of times when I'm online or on an app I'm on the app or online for specific reasons, and it has been favorable for me. And I would leave it at that. Read between the lines.
0: (laughs) Lauren, before you answer, let me throw in some stats. Did y'all hear that rolling of the R? Not everybody can do that. That's genetics, I'm just saying. All right. So three in 10 U.S. adults say they have used the dating site or app. Okay. But this varies significantly by age and sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. I believe I can understand why, just by what y'all saying. 48% of 18 to 29-year-olds say they have used uh, a dating site or app. 38% among people 38 to 49 and even lower for those 50 uh, and older, about 16% of us. Okay. Now let's talk about your experience. Marco. Yeah. mm -hmm, You'd go back and do it again. How about you, Lauren? Uh,
2: I have been on a, an online dating fast for over a year at this point with no desire to be on it.
0: Why not? Why not?
2: Why? What happened? (laughs) Well, okay. So the, the I have to meet someone this, and this is me personally. And, and just from my experiences, I will need to meet the person for me face to face, immediately face to face and um, see if there's a connection there. Me meeting someone, reading a profile and looking at a picture is not going to work. I need to have chemistry off the jump or not. And um, it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't work. Partially, um, I, I'm really over the... Um, pen pal game, which happens, Uh, just hi, hello, what are you doing? Nothing, what's up with you? Nothing, done. Two days later, hi, hello, what are you doing? Hey, what's going on? And that's, it's no, nothing about getting to know you. Um, If they want to meet up, usually they want to hook up um, and not really want to get to know, they're not really looking for a relationship, seriously, anyway. And if they are, then there's no chemistry, it's just, the so.
0: So you wouldn't, you wouldn't engage in online dating anymore? No, I don't think so. Okay. See, I wouldn't either.
2: So I do say never say never, but at this moment, no.
0: Okay. I'm saying, yes, I'm saying never, because as I said at the top, I tried that, you know, I did, uh, what, what are some of the names of them? I did blackpeoplemeet.com. Oh Lord. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i mean uh you know okay i mean what a waste of time and energy and that's you just oh my god a lot of
2: black people
0: oh my oh my god i just i can't even tell you how horrible that is then i try what's the one one of the oldest ones that's been around it's like plenty
1: of fish match.com
0: match.com what was before match.com e-harmony e-harmony oh my god first of all it took me five years to fill out the profile and then what difference did it make because this is how I got people from Atlanta and I believe that's more than 50 miles away didn't I say 50 miles does it matter and 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 here's my problem with the profiles why fill that out if they're going to match you with people that you don't want to be matched with anyway I said, this age limit, somebody old enough to be my grandfather (laughs) was trying to hook up with me. Excuse me. And the dude looked like um, Colonel Sanders. I'm like, oh, see, that's too much. I'm not even going.
2: 11 (laughs) secret herbs and spices.
0: I'm allergic to to Kentucky fried chicken right now. That's all Mm -hmm. I got to say. Oh, my God. Or either, this was so interesting, people in their 20s and 30s. And I'm like, really? And then here's what I love. They're doing the poses showing all their muscles, not muscles, muscles. I'm like, okay, baby, you are beautiful. No. Okay. <laughs>
2: what, in the I
0: bathroom?
1: what oh wait.
2: Was it in the bathroom? It was in the bedroom. No, they do it in the bathroom with stalls behind them.
1: Oh, in the mirror. Yes. Okay.
0: Got it. See, what kind of sick stuff is that? So we're not getting ready to do online dating. But Women, I'm, I'm- the- the women, except Marco, mm-hmm. yes, They've had a good experience. That's why.
1: And let me, let me, let me kind of counter both of you. So I'm online. I'm on the apps. Um, I met my ex on an app, and we were together for three years. So there are success stories from people being online, and we yeah, still are friends to date. Amazing person. Love, 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 love him. I'm so, so happy it can't for it. It just depends. depends. I'm
0: happy for you. I'm happy Thank for you. I oh, really am. Yeah.
1: We're not together anymore, but we do have friends with benefits.
2: <laughs> have friends with benefits. <laughs> Wait a minute. Friends or... are okay.
1: And then we have friends with with, with this with too. Other... So I was correct.
2: <laughs> well, you know, write the write decision, vision, make it point.
1: Let's be real with people. Delicious.
2: <laughs> Let that tea be deliciously real.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Scrumptious. It's not only delicious, it's scrumptious, I tell you, I'm not mad, I'm not mad. All right, so inequities in online dating. Now wait a minute, did y'all realize that in when we fill out our profiles, do y'all know the least requested, least desirable group? that comes up do you know what gender and race that is what would you guess
2: well I read I don't know about online but I've read that out of everything it's Mm -hmm. Asian men and black women that's what I've heard I don't know if that's accurate
0: this is the sickness right now I do not even understand I do not even understand you're absolutely right You're absolutely right. So, you know, with that in mind, who would be encouraged other than Marco, since he is not in one of those categories?
1: But but can I go back on? But can I ask a question Um, as far as the polling for that? Mm -hmm. Who was the base for the polling? Because I'm 100 percent probably sure that it was not a diverse pool of people.
0: Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's not polling, it's tracking. Of what people are requesting, you know, not what they're not, who they're not requesting, but who they are requesting. And so by, by tracking who they are requesting, you can see who they're not requesting. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's of all the people who fill out a profile, what are they saying they do and don't want? And so then with that stat in mind, with that information, so it's the whole, it's not just we did a poll. This is looking at all the data. Okay. I'm trying to figure out why people don't want me with my gorgeousity going on. I cannot understand. Okay. And you too, Lauren. I know I'm <laughs> okay. I mean I don't and some of the finest men I know on the planet, Jesus, are his are or I did say Hispanic. That is true. <laughs> I'm looking at one right now. But uh Asian men, come on. They're beautiful people in every race. What's up with that? Okay. I'm not mad. Okay. Interracial dating. I know uh, both of y'all are open to it. What would you say the percentage of time when you have really been happy with your partner? Temporary though, he or she may have been. No, it's no she's with either one of you. (laughs) So, uh, no, I know. Okay. It's cool. So for all three of us is he's. (laughs) We need more diversity on, amongst us in this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to have to do another one. I have to do another one where other people are out here. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what, what's the percentage of time that you would say when I'm entered into an interracial relationship, it's been rewarding and fulfilling. Have you experienced that? What percentage of the time? Oh, geez. As opposed to dating some a man who is black.
1: Either of you. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> You're
2: going to be like, all the time. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to make sure I understand the question. You're saying, what is the percentage of time we've been happy
0: in our relationship versus? Mm-hmm. it Outside your race. Oh, outside. outside your race.
2: Well, I've mm-hmm. only dated one guy outside mm-hmm. of my race. It was sh- very short-lived. It was a a wonderful little uh, thing as long as it lasted. And in hindsight, it's like ah, you can see all the holes in it. Um, but in the moment, it was great. So I I don't think it's necessarily, you know, fair to uh, compare that to then all my other experiences with with black men and seeing the holes while you're in the situation and then getting out because of that.
0: Did you have the same criteria for happiness for him as you did for black men? Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. So you don't get get to do extra
2: things because you're not African American.
0: Hmm. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So in, I would tell you this, uh, for the guy that I'm dating who is Sicilian, um, I I don't know if it's my age, but I do have a different standard, I think in what's acceptable to me now, period. So the stuff I used to, you know, go along with that used to be exciting to me that used to be, Oh, I let me figure out this game yeah, I don't do that anymore. So I'm really straightforward. And he often says to me, I'm, I'm quick to say no. And I mean it. Uh, and he will say to me, wait, baby, I didn't mean it. And I'm like, well, clear it up then. Because you know, you either here or you not. And I've been married. So clearly, I don't mind divorcing people. So it's that kind of straightforwardness, bottom lineness that comes when you are my age. I I didn't do that before, but I'm not sure. I I don't think it's because he's white. I think it's because it's just where I am in my station in life that I don't have time for the BS anymore.
2: I would wonder if it's definitely because of age and just evolution, but then also... Also because of race, because of a situation like what Marco was saying, you know, you can see me, you know what I'm going through, you understand what it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as you get older, part of the evolution is becoming sick and tired of, of mm-hmm. uh, the, the struggles mm-hmm. and the fact that he can't really get it or may not get it
0: mm-hmm.
2: in that same way
0: mm-hmm.
2: is part of it. Yeah, that was
0: part of it. That was part of it in the beginning, for me. That was part of it, particularly in the business that I'm in of diversity and inclusion. I'm Mm -hmm. like, if you cannot understand diversity and inclusion, then I don't need to be. If all all those are is words for you, I don't have time for you in my life. You know, so get your life. That's pretty much what it is. But you won't get me. (laughs) But to his credit, he is trying. Bless his heart. Okay, so I have some questions. Some Mm -hmm. more questions for y'all, Marco. Since you have been not turned off by, but really have been pleased with uh, the results of online dating and just period, not just online dating, but period, what advice or tips do you have for people who may not have had your experience with dating? What advice would you give them on here's where you can meet someone? Here are the things you need to do. What are the five top things you would say to them? Do this or what?
1: Um, One, I would say be unapologetically you. Don't Mm -hmm. try to be something you're not. Try to live up to a certain profile or image that's not you. You need to be authentic to you. And I think when you're authentic to you, you will... Um, pulling people that are right for you. Okay. So I would lead with that. Um, Two, just be open. I mean, like I was able to find love online for others that might not be your thing, but you have to be open. So I think that's important. Thirdly, surround yourself with people who one, can bring value to you, whether Mm -hmm. it be mentally, um, be a good friend. I think when you have, good people around you, that energy is good. It creates a good energy within you. And then typically good friends will know like the people that you're dating or that you're pursuing or that someone is pursuing you as a good friend, they will be able to say, you know what? I know that you like this person, but they might not be the best for you because I know you, I know your heart. I know what you want in life and in a relationship. And this person is probably not the right person for you. So instead of wasting three months, two years, five years, you might want to look at some of the flags, the red flags, or you might rethink what is your best interest.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. I uh, One of the things I say in my classes a lot is, and I, and I see it just like this. My boyfriend, not for real, Stephen Covey, used to say fish discover water last. And then I asked the participants, what does that mean? And so let me ask y'all that question. What does that mean when I say fish discover water last?
2: Oh, I'm
1: not
0: sure.
2: <laughs> I mean, water for fish is what sustains them. That's where they live, dwell. That's what they
0: need. And that's all um, they know. And that's all they know. So they're in it. They don't know anything else. It's their whole existence. They can't see it. They take it for granted what's Mm -hmm. there. They don't know there's anything outside that. So, I mean, they don't even realize that your pond is not the only pond. Mm -hmm. Lauren, let me ask you that question that I asked Marco. What are the top three to five things that you would recommend to people who really want to date, seriously or not? what advice would you give us?
2: Ooh, so tricky. Um, The first thing I would say is to truly know yourself and continue to get to learn yourself. Uh, At the same time, I would say be open and willing to grow with another person. Mm. The other thing I would say is Do your very best not to take one another for granted. You'll end up doing it because that's just the natural way things happen. And in some ways, it's good. The way that we're, you know, the fact that you're sitting in the chair that you're in right now, you take for granted that it'll support you. It's not going to break. That means it's doing its job. But at the same time, still be have the gratitude of the situation. Be kind and respectful. Mm hmm. Even when it's hard, even when you're mad, even when you're tired, remember who you are—one—and and remember that you care about that person. And even if it's done, remember that you once cared about that person.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard Marco. I heard you say that you're still friends with people that you're no longer with, and and that's a a wonderful gift uh, when you have loved someone in the Movie Ghost, one of the last scenes, Patrick Swayze's character says, "The love still remains," and the fact that that doesn't go away. Holding on to those kernels is is a wonderful gift if you can do it. I, I, w- I would add to that: be curious with each other, ask more questions. You know, don't realize you're making some assumptions, and you you may be being Stephen King. Try to be Steven Spielberg instead in the relationship when you know something's right. going on. And then be careful about carrying over experiences like the person you mentioned who is Mexican and she didn't date any more Mexican guys because she'd had one relationship that was ugly. And so then she was turned off forevermore to now all Mexican men are that that's stereotyping. Be careful of stereotyping and also making someone else pay for some something someone else did. Because that mm-hmm. does not bode well, so realize that you may not be consciously doing that, but really show up conscious um, and then to refresh about this is why I'm with you. this is why I'm with you, this is a baby, this is what I'm getting from you that I can't get or that I want anywhere else. So celebrating uplifting the person, and also doing in your mind a uh, kind of check and balance. Are you still with this person? Cause they excite you because you are getting something from them that you're not wanting or getting from other people. So, you know, you're choosing this person, not just putting up with them uh, right. out of habit or fear out of habit or fear. Um, or laziness. So, oh my- laziness. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. How many times have you heard people say, here's some of the things people should never say. Let's, let's get to this things that we want people to never say to us, people who are dating. One, you can take anybody better be with somebody than nobody. Okay. Shut up. Just shut up. You know, I mean, what, get a mannequin (laughs) or something, get a doll. Come on. What, what is one of the things people say to you that you throw up in the back of your mouth when they say. (laughs) Throw up in the back.
2: Um, Mm. the biggest thing that I get is the joke that I'm picky, that I'm too picky. And something's wrong with that. Hello. I'm sure there is a thing, something wrong with being too picky, but I'm not. So
0: No, well here's what I like in it too. When I go to the store to buy anything, when I go to the grocery store, I don't buy just any orange. I'm looking through the oranges to find the one that I like. Okay. When I go to buy a car, I'm not just going to stop at the first car that's available. I'm going to look at, wait a minute, what's the color? How many doors do I need? Wait a moment. I'm going to try it out. Mm, Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get in it and drive it to see if my bootay fits good in the seat or not. Okay? Am I comfortable with it? Don't be telling me I'm too picky. You choose anything. You can choose a pogo stick, but I need comfort. Okay? I'm just saying.
2: Well, think of the the concept behind that is so... Bizarre, especially for people who are interested in marriage, and even more so for people who don't believe in divorce.
0: Mm.
2: Beforehand, that's when your eyes need to be wide open. That's Hello. when all the pickiness needs to come in because that's the person you're supposed to be sewn at the hip to forever and a day.
0: Lord have mercy
2: and forever more. So that is when, if anything, it's you can't and. You know, don't apologize for wanting what you want. Don't apologize for um, (laughs) whatever you want. Uh, If you you want someone, if I want someone that has five legs, that's me. (laughs) That's my right to want them to have five legs. If I don't like, you know, it's everyone's right to like what they like and want what they want. So just own what you want. Own it and good luck. I mean, I'm not going to, I really don't, don't worry about it. I don't want anyone with five legs.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you said <laughs> that. <laughs> you no, know, I do believe down. in diversity, but we don't want that. Okay. So here's the last thing I'm going to say about what people, <laughs> I, I want people to, what makes me throw up in the back of my mouth. Some people, what, you're still interested in dating? Aren't you too old for that? Shut up in my living. Am I breathing? I, and I remember asking on Martha. She used to be for the, y'all who don't know. She used to be the matriarch of her family. I asked her when she was 60. I was like, Amartha, Martha. Do you still like men? She said, keep living. You'll find out when you're my age. Now that I have achieved that gracious number. Here's what I have to say. Yes. Okay. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so it is about. All those things that you and Marco have said about putting yourself out there, making sure you're getting what you want, knowing what you want, availing yourself to it, and being unapolog- unapologetic. And you know what? I'll just say this loving yourself so you can role model to other people how they need to be loving on you. That's it. Anything else, girl?
2: All I have to say about love is I always say we are God's tangible resource to show his love to one another Mm. and that's what you need to be and that's what you need to be focusing on and that's what we all deserve
0: thank you so much lauren and marco for being guests on the delicious truth i want you to know this has been a stimulating conversation Mm -hmm. Mm. i have confirmed some things uh in talking with you it seems to be that it's not so much generational as it is just human So I thank you so much. I want y'all to know there's a hug in your future if you want one. (laughs) Take care. So here's some tips for us, for those of us who are dating. And it's so interesting because when I was married, I used to date my husband. We would set date nights. You know, that's really good. That's a way to stay married. didn't work for me, but (laughs) that's something you can do. Here are some other things that I took away that we need to keep in mind, those of us who are dating. Know who you are and be unapologetic about it and be authentically you. Be open to surprises. Some of the people you look at initially, you might find that there's depth and deep water right there. Might not be as shallow as you think. Be prepared if there is shallowness to be good to you um, and dump them. Okay. (laughs) Surround yourself with people who bring value to you mentally, energetically. People who are first good friends. Those are some of the things there are more. They were covered in the podcast, but those are the things that stick out to me. And I'll say this one last thing. Make sure you're not mapping over your pain and suffering from one relationship to a new person. Yeah, They don't deserve that. It's a clean slate with this new person. You have more information about maybe who you are and what you're willing to do and not willing to do. But don't blame that person and hold them accountable for what somebody else did. Don't hold them accountable and also don't give them us the slack, though, the stuff they haven't done because somebody else did it. See, it works both ways. Those are my tips for this episode. Hope it helps you. Take care.